Hi, I'm uh, Chris Banna. I'm a spry 33, six foot two, um, like 190. Wish I was like 175 or something. I'm in Brother of Brother. It's like garage rock, kind of, you know, whatever band. And then I run a record label called Romanus Records. You say I'm all right. I know I'm all right. But the wolf prays in. Even dressed in lace and white. Whoa, don't you know she's a wolf? Woo! She's a wolf. And she's clothing. Records is just, you know, facebook.com slash romance records or just romance records on Instagram and then brother or brother is brother or brother underscore on Instagram and then just facebook.com slash brother or brother on the book face. And uh, yeah, no, uh, there's no verified Tinder. You know, this is a family business. There I was, sweet, soft, and savory. No, I mean, I honestly, I'm a huge, I'm huge into sports, still am. And when I was growing up, I thought people who played instruments were dorks. Like I was just like, this is, this is stupid. Uh, my stepdad, really cool dude, he plays guitar a little bit, and he always had a guitar around. And I started farting around with it in sixth grade, and he was like, hey, do you want to? Do you want to maybe borrow one of my guitars and play? I'm like, nah, nah, dad. It's for, it's for dweeb. Come on. Just looking at it. And I was in this cul-de-sac. And there's this girl across the across the way. That hot, delicious cul-de-sac love. And she uh, said she really liked my guitar playing. I didn't know I didn't know anything I was doing. But then I told my dad, I'm like, hey, I want to learn how to play guitar. <laughs> so that's how I got into music. Uh, ever so slightly and then I just kept you know I always kept it fun I took like two or three lessons from a guy in a different cul-de-sac and then that was that was about it and so time passes I'm in you know a little high school little goof off things as you do then I was in a, my first semi realish band you know for a couple of years called the red wire and it was whatever but from that experience I learned a ton about what works, what doesn't, what's good, what sucks. So I always felt like I had something cool that I could deliver if I could sort of mold a band in my image. <laughs> and so I created Brother or Brother with a buddy. He, uh, we had a bass player for a second and looking for a drummer. And then Warner, who's a drummer for Brother or Brother now, I mean, always has been as far as everyone knows, I met him at Lowe's and we had actually played a couple shows together back when I was in a different band and he was in a different band. I go, hey man, you look familiar. Were you in a band or something? He goes, yeah, bah, bah, bah. I go, hey, I'm actually trying to start this other thing. Do you want to, do you want to give it a shot? Just total happenstance that, you know, he's like, sure. We jammed and like, and then that was it. There's no reason that that band should exist like at all that happens time progresses 
we have a base player, he leaves, and we decide like, hey, let's be a two-piece for now. If there's, you know, if we need a base player, we'll get one. And we just built a really awesome friendship that means so much to me to this day. Yeah, we're like best friends and our wives are super tight and just everything and uh, watch wrestling together. We just, we do it, do it all, you know. It's been cool to have whatever level of success that we have had and get to tour a lot. And we we're supposed to do our first Euro tour this year, but then COVID happened, but I know we'll go back. But out of the band uh, came my label. So we were on a couple independent labels. I started to experimenting with all this custom vinyl, real experimental stuff that I do, like all this sand filled and LED records and liquid filled and all this stuff. And when I was doing it, this was probably goodness gracious in like 2016 or 15 when I first started really, the label didn't exist yet, but I was just screwing around. I felt like you know, there had only been really one or two liquid fields ever made at that point. And I felt like everyone was so infatuated with that. And then one day my brain was just like, this is stupid. There's this whole other art space that I don't think people are exploring. And so I started developing over time my own methods and experiments and stuff on how to make these really crazy insertion vinyl records. And we had two albums out on Phonoflow Records. Our first one we didn't have on vinyl because when it came out we weren't big enough no one would have cared but we our second album sold pretty well on vinyl we're like hey let's let's bring our first record back out on vinyl and that was the first time i did a custom record and i did 60 of these glow-in-the-dark dino bone filled records and they were 60 bucks a pop and we were on tour and so i was managing the sale on my phone and i was like man this feels like a lot of money i don't know if anybody's gonna buy this crap I had 60 of them and they sold out in like three minutes. That was like a huge like, whoa, like for just like a mid-level band that's just grinding away. You're like, dude, that's like almost four grand, like in a couple minutes, that's a lot of money. It was at that time I created Romanus Records because I needed people to know I was making them, not the label we were on. So it was like the album is put out by Bono flow, but the customs were made by Romanus Records. And so from there, I did one or two other, you know, things. Like I did like the first Sandfield record, and that was a split actually with Becerra. And we did a split seven inch with the Ghost Wolves. And so the first like three projects all still kind of had brother, brother tied to it. I had seen enough at that point. I'm like, all right, I should really start this thing, like this label and start bringing other bands on. And so I think our first non, like brother brother tied release was uh, we repressed the Ghost Wolves' first self-titled album or whatever, and it had been out of press for a real long time. And I added an entire new B side to it and all this stuff. And we did these glow in the dark razor blade and gunpowder filled records that were nuts. We called it Dangerous Final. I had to like unwrap like almost like 400 razor blades or something stupid. I didn't cut myself at all. I couldn't believe it. Since then, the, it's been such a cool little ride where the label and the band have really helped each other. I mean, the first place we were in, we were living above, me and my wife were living above the screen print shop. And then 
we were basically like real quick had to find somewhere we live with some friends uh, their house was getting worked on but they had all these leaks in their roof and we took over their entire upstairs so i worked in this attic with no ventilation and there'd be all this leaks and so anytime if i, was, I had these custom records i was building if it started raining i'd call my wife like baby get out the buckets and like there'd be eight or ten of these buckets of towels and all this stuff get you know i'd be like get everything out of the way you know and uh it was wild and then we we got a house and i'm in right now my you know studio little record room office and like for me just even have this was like whoa cool and then now business has grown so much in the last really eight months or so right now we're building onto the home for my business uh, we just built like a building which has just been cool it's just it's been such a steady continuous little growth where it's just being steady about it keep putting out new creative not just creative releases but it's it's music that we like music that we really love and stuff that we it's just like all these mid-level bands that's like our real heart like we've worked with some huge bands but the mid-level stuff of like bands like the mutts ghost wolves volk manis brothers all these rad bands that you know are touring really hard putting out great stuff and i mean volk did almost 200 days last year that stuff is happening more than people might realize these mid-level bands that are doing you know between 50 to 200 dates a year and they're going to europe and they're all doing it without like label reps or like you know anything and man that's that's where our passion is and the band with us still going on tour and stuff like has allowed us to meet a lot of new great road bands that like end up coming onto the label that's like that's our biggest passion is that that kind of stuff and things that are unique we've got some stuff coming out with lung later in the year uh tart and james leg just we just talk about we always call it like the romance fam and it's cool because it's so many people that already did sort of stuff together and now we're all like this there's this real kind of family kind of like hey uh, yeah sure i did something with romanus and like everyone's able to roll into town and you know if you're going through a certain town you know like hey like use the roster you know start talking to people so yeah it's been such a cool ride i went full-time with vinyl about eight months ago for a couple of years i always had some crummy part-time job and vinyl and just trying to make it all work and just started you know making enough money now that i went full-time and that was mostly due to i opened up a manufacturing side of my business called romanus custom vinyl manufacturing where other i kept all these crazy custom designs like just for my label for like four years or something but i'd done a thing or two for other labels but there was never any like hey come here and order this and i built out um, a site where i've got because of the label it's like i already have all this like long-term experience and testing and everything and um, experimentation and so i made this thing where i was just like hey here's like seven or eight different types of things i can do you know they cost this much and i can do full service whatever you know doors are sort of open and i haven't even really advertised it but it was so weird the moment i did that stuff started coming in sony universal metal blade records the orchard you know all of it concord they all started calling it's been awesome. So I've gotten to do some like really cool projects already. I got to do some liquid fills for the new Black Dahlia Murder record. I did stuff for Igor, the super weird metal band out of Germany. And like there's these other really cool license releases that I want to tell you about that I can't right now, but 
I did a 28 weeks later soundtrack. I'm finishing that up now and it's been cool, man. And I'm so excited and so thankful for, you know, what's going on and just, uh, I'm very blessed. Corona's really ruining a lot of people's livelihoods and stuff. And mine has been growing. I just want to encourage people just to keep, keep following the dream, man. And it, it's, you know, sometimes it's just, you got to jump off the boat, but I think a lot of times it's just, just you can't quit. You just have to stay steady and just keep working and working and chopping away. And more than likely there's going to be a pushing off point and something good's going to happen. And just as far as like the future and stuff goes, like I've got stuff going out. Release schedule's gotten weird for every label, but I've been telling everybody now's a great time to put out a record. Now, don't be trying to wait till the world's good again and go tour. Get the record out now and then write another one um, because you can dedicate your sole focus to promoting it. So if you're a band that's on the fence about show, man, put some out, put it out now. Now's a great time, but. Yeah, we just had Pack AD Brother Brother Split drop like two days ago. That was so cool. That's a band I love. I can't believe I'm getting to do something with my own band, you know, with them. Volk has a new album coming out. Tart, Lung. We have a thing from a guy called Frankie Sunswept out of New York. He used to be in a band called Crushed Out, and we put out one of their albums. And then there's a whole bunch of other stuff. We haven't said anything yet, but anyone who locally is listening, Unless the second half of this album sucks or something, we'll put out the new Josh Pal album, um, which is fun. We we haven't done a ton of Indiana releases, but like, it'll make sense. I'm trying to stay optimistic about the future, and I know my future I feel really confident about, but also I'm trying to remain optimistic for the future of the music industry, and uh, you know, just doing everything reasonable that I can to protect that and staying it up. Think for things like the post office and you know we desperately need that infrastructure for labels and bands to survive you know so just really looking forward to what's to come.